Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello! How are things? I stole the way Cy says hello. That wasn't very nice of me. But there he is. It's Cy Amundsen. Hello! Different than last week and other weeks because you stole it from me. Hi, Chad. Hi, how's it going? So listen, you and I have to count down, since we're doing a, a podcast in a Zoom room, we have to count down so the producer can stack our audio tracks on top of one another. Correct. And they have to match the numbers. But I started giggling because I, I feel like a countdown is for like a shuttle launch <laughs> or a potential last minute game winning shot. I think it's it's just it feels so much more important than starting a podcast and it made me giggle and I almost ruined the countdown. The least important countdown in the history of countdowns. Oh, there's no doubt. And looking back, speaking of important countdowns, as of as someone who has two children and will never be able to do this again because I will not be allowed in a delivery room, <laughs> I hope when if if you have kids and you're there, I hope you count down to the crowning <laughs> just to be a dick. Just three, two, and then I just hurl on everything. Did you watch? No, even better yet, Did though, you watch? If you, just count, if you count down to five, and then you keep starting over because you tell Jenna she's doing it wrong, <laughs> I dare you. Just, I'll give you $100. Just keep ruining my countdown. Just seven, six, Fuck. No, I got to start over. You're doing it wrong, Jenna. Suck Push. him back in. Suck that fucking baby back in. I'm trying to look cool in front of the nurses. Come on. I'm filming this. You know I'm how insecure it. I am. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, oof. I. Are we starting the show with an oof story? I love it. More. I mean, well, you mentioned Jenna, and it made me think of this. I, Uncle Cy has a new hobby. Okay. And uh, it is day trading. Are you familiar? I am, but I'm not. Uh, I'm confused why you had to call yourself Uncle Sai for this part. I thought it was going to be like taking your niece for a walk or making her interesting food. I've been titling myself to make myself feel important in the pandemic because sometimes I feel mm. like I'm a piece of shit that doesn't matter at all. We've all lost our purpose. And when We've I all lost our say purpose. Uncle Cy, I remember, yeah, that you you have 14 nephews and nieces and you're important to them and you need to pull yourself out of this moment. So Uncle Cy has gotten okay. into day trading. I know you're familiar. For the people who aren't, um, it's the act of buying and selling stocks in a very small window, hence the word day. You buy them on a day and you sell them on that same day to make a quick profit. And if you are thinking to yourself, Cy, you don't seem qualified for that, well, then you'd be the fuck exact same as Jenna. That's exactly how my wife feels. She, yep, she, I, that's how I feel. I, I understand that, but she, it's a little bit of, she's been a little bit of a dream assassin. Okay. It's my fuck, it's my money. And if I want to, I, I feel like in the pandemic... Let me ask you this yes. first. What happens when she says, it's my money? Anything? No. Do you, you, so you guys have separate bank accounts and shit? Yep, she can do whatever she wants. You guys have separate bank accounts? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's a that's a great place to be. Thank you. I thought it was really yeah, it's a, smart. It's a, it's a smart, great place to be, and it probably makes you feel bad weekly. But <laughs> that's okay. It doesn't matter. It's not a contest. It's a marriage. I just think 
I think because of this pandemic, we're all entitled to one potentially destructive decision, at least. Like I got a fucking mohawk two days ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what you get to. And is mine a little more risky? Is pouring a bunch of money into a Robinhood account and guessing on stocks a little riskier than a mohawk? Maybe it is. But not if you have my family, because my mother and both my children asked me if I was mentally well and what's going on. <laughs> I told them I don't I don't work until at least January. So what the fuck? Who cares? I have nothing to look nice for. And I, I used to have mohawks when I was younger. So why not now? And I might never work again. So what the fuck? Why don't we see if we can turn this little bit of money into retirement money? Day trading. Thank you. Thank you. The fact that they didn't name this virus. What the fuck is that's what bugs me most. Dude, the I, I will tell you, I think she would rather me have an affair than be into day trading. I can say that pretty conclusively. <laughs> if you gave her the option like Jenna, either Cy can have a secret family across town that he invests his emotions and energy into, or he can guess on stocks with his money. I think she's picking a fair every single time. And you know why I think she would pick a fair is because she doesn't have to listen to you talk about it nonstop. Yeah. With the day trading, you're constantly, I'm sure, telling her what you're going to fucking put your money into. You're telling her all these schemes and strategies with a secret family. You're fucking talking about what's for dinner. That's it. I honestly think that she would probably be cool with an affair and like a secret family just from an energy standpoint. I think she'd be like, hey, just yeah, just go over there. Fuck, get all the complaining out. Get your needy emotional shit out. And then when you've had all of that why don't you come on mm -hmm. back and we'll watch a little tv before bedtime like i i don't think that's a bad <laughs> world for her if we're being completely honest um i i didn't call you i wanted to do it with somebody and i knew not to call you i called my easily my dumbest friend um i called do you remember mike cronin nope it was oh it was uh he's been on the show before as an interim producer matthew joseph oh yeah yeah uh -huh. he's the sort of guy that Every time you see him, you feel like he's about to tell you how he invested all his money into his cousin's roommate's energy drink company. So I knew sure. he would be game. And he is. He's <laughs> we're day trading together. Um, and it hasn't. I'll tell you, it hasn't. I haven't lost a ton of money. I haven't made a ton of money. Uh, but what's a ton? What's a ton? Uh, like, I mean, I know what a ton is like normally. But what's your ton uh, when you're talking about money? Like, I haven't lost all of it. And I haven't, and I also haven't doubled it. I'm somewhere in between those parameters currently. I feel like you've broken even. Have you even started? I have started. I'm up a very small okay. amount. I mean, we can keep a running tally on the show, and each week I'd love to. I'll tell you how I'm doing until I just don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> and then we know you've been having an affair and have a secret family. Yeah. The uh, I, I I went and I was like. I've just been learning a whole bunch of stuff about the stock market and, and not well. I wouldn't claim to have any level of education, but I was learning about how taxes work. And then I learned about hedge funds, which I know mm -hmm. is a term that you and I have both heard in our lives. But I found out uh, through actually a friend of the program, because I asked somebody who messaged me, I asked him a question about it because he was a financial advisor. Sure. Apparently, hedge funds... They, they get taxed the managers get taxed at a lower rate uh because it's a it's intellectual property they come up with an algorithm that leads them to these purchases and so they get taxed as sure. intellectual property but 
you can't even be involved. There's like a federal law. If you want to invest in a hedge fund, you need to have mm-hmm. at least $1.5 million in liquid assets. That's the rule. Okay. Like, so if you and I walked up to him like, here's our 8,000 combined dollars, we would not be allowed in. Not even close. The term that the government uses for that is they call people who are who have that level of wealth, they call them sophisticated investors. <laughs> which which is awesome because so many people that invest in hedge funds get bent over and fucked so hard. <laughs> what? So well, I mean just just absolutely giving it to him like you feel sophisticated? You feel sophisticated? I thought it was so insulting that like oh that's they're sophisticated. So I'm not, I'm an unsophisticated investor. You're telling me I'm too stupid and poor to invest <laughs> in a hedge fund? Like, pish posh, pish posh, the hedge fund's on for you, little boy. Run along and invest in Napa Auto Parts or something. Like, I just... <laughs> Dear Titus, bring your friend Heather. <laughs> the, uh, it's just, it's a really, really insulting term. Just unsophisticated investor sounds like you keep your money in a hole in a tree yeah it really does just like hey paul <laughs> when, when we gonna go out and dig up that money in the tree you said i could have done didn't dare have a bb gun for christmas <laughs> golly golly i i sure would love to get in on one of them rich rich fella stock things but i'm just i guess i'm too not sophisticated I guess I'll just, you know, you know, the other day I, somebody handed me a pile of money and I done ate it. I thought it was sketty. I thought it was some sort of you, you sketty. You're so unsophisticated. You ate money. <laughs> Yesterday I took a sock of quarters, threw them in a river. Don't even know why. Don't even know why. I had some money and buried it in the backyard. That's just for people to get mad about the southern accent. I just want to do a normal one there. Oh, it's, uh, yeah. I, so I think maybe I'll just use it as fuel. I think I'm going to be, you I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it as everybody doubted me. I'm, I'm going to go from unsophisticated to sophisticated, but I'm never going to lose that unsophistication. I'm going to climb. Oh yeah. I'm going to climb into your world. If you're listening right now, if you're the one guy who has all that money and you're a middle of somewhere listener, let me tell you something. My unsophisticated ass is coming for you. I'm going to day trade right into your sophisticated fucking world and I'm going to move in next door and I'm going to hang out on the lawn, you piece of shit. And guess what? He's going to leave his garage doors open, you motherfucker. Non-stop. Unsophisticated Cy is moving up. It's going to be a real rags to riches Beverly Hillbillies story. (laughs) I actually really believe in this. I do too. I'm really energetic about it. I just started. So I have that. What What have you put money in? Uh, I've been, I've been investing in biotech stocks, which Chad, can I tell you? I know. I already have to tell you you're unsophisticated because you told us what you're buying. I know. uh, Unsophisticated. Well, let me tell you what. I don't even know what I'd like. None of these (laughs) companies. I know. Let me tell you, Chad, let me tell you. I invested in a company the other day because it was, it's like a, it's a pharmaceutical company, but the name was the exact same name as one of my favorite foods. And I was like, boom, fucking in. Eat that, eat that, you sophisticated pieces of shit. And guess who got a 3% return on that? 
old Uncle Sai. Unsophisticated Uncle Sai. Uh, dude, un- unsophisticated Uncle Sai sounds like a guy that's going to get arrested for sure. <laughs> it sure does. You know, uh, unsophisticated is, I think you and I both uh, feel very comfortable in that world. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, I, I have told a lot of stories about golfing, and normally golfing has to do with... Uh, you know, guys that are a little uppity, they, they tuck their shirts in and, and wear a belt and shit, yeah. that kind of stuff. People who look down uh, on you for wearing shorts, and you're like, get the yes. fuck away from me, Gary, you yes. piece I of don't, shit. That's not the kind of golfer I am. It's not the kind of golfers the people I golf with. And I think a very unsophisticated thing to do when you're driving by a golf course is to honk. <laughs> yeah. I've always thought, why are you honking when I'm swinging, you piece of shit? I mean, but then when you really think about it, it is very it's funny. very Because it's like someone is <laughs> has golfed for an entire day, <laughs> and you can really rack them up. So yesterday, to get to my cabin, I have to drive by a golf course, and for the first time ever, I honked. But not when someone was swinging. It's because a guy was peeing by a tree. <laughs> and I honked to get everyone to look in that direction. Because I don't know if you know this, but if you get caught peeing outside, I think it's just if you're a dude, though, because, like, dicks stick out yeah. <laughs> and vaginas don't. But if Mo- you let's be caught- clear. Most vaginas. <laughs> oh, I forgot about any. Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> most, the most, and Audi. Most. There's a, few, there's a few weightlifters out there that I think you'd be like, what's that? A d- oh, no. Oh, no. That's... <laughs> Somebody, she's a arrestor for public urination. There's some clit hanging. We, we've blown out a labia. That's, uh, you've got too much weight on the bar. You have blown out a labia. It just sounds like a horse. Okay, listen, that's enough. So we could do this all day, but we're not going to. I'm going to rein it back in. Let's go back rain, to urinating horse. in public, man. Boom. So if you get caught urinating in public with your dick hanging out, you... Uh, you can get arrested for a lewd act, but you have to register as a sex offender. Yes. Do you know how I know you can get uh, uh, arrested for public <laughs> indecency? How, how, how do you know? Because my family has a rich history of getting in trouble for pissing outdoors. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Well, there's no surprise. It's I like mean. my I have it's like it was my uncle's jobs to get arrested for pissing outside. And they're good guys, but like I have multiple uncles that have been arrested for uh public urination or been cited. I should say they were cited. Well, cited is good yeah. because if you actually get arrested and charges are brought against you, you have to register as a sex offender. Now, in your Oof. when I say sex offender to you, what comes to your mind immediately? Uh, the Catholic Church, people diddling kids, molestation. Yeah, right, right. Horrible Child stuff. molestation, yeah. uh, rape at times, right? Yes, horrible, For sure. so horrible, heinous sexual Horrible acts. acts, yeah. So you have to go to your neighbor's houses <laughs> and you have to tell them you're a sex offender, but there's no way you start with that, right? You start with... All right, listen, <laughs> I, I was on hole seven. We grabbed a six-pack before we left the clubhouse. I had two beers right away, right? I, my nerves got to me. I'm peeing in a pine tree. I crawled in the pine tree, but this fucking guy honks and everyone looks. That has, that has kept me going <laughs> forever. I am so excited of the idea 
or of that guy having to pull his dick back into his pants way too early and golf the rest of the round with piss on his shorts. (laughs) Listen, I'm telling you, I'm back. Blue Sky Energy Chat is back, and he feels great. He's just trying to make the world a little funnier. I yeah, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the. It's it's very interesting. It's a, it's I as you know am a hypocrite. I am a world class hypocrite. I will criticize yeah. someone for doing something and literally do that same thing a minute later. I'm not even saying a minute later. I've seen you criticize something that you were doing. <laughs> so I have been in the middle of a backswing and had someone honk and thought, I, I think that's a capital offense. Pull him over, <laughs> shoot him on the side of the road, leave him there as an example for the other honkers. And then I have absolutely honked in people's backswings because I've seen how mad it makes my dad. Because the golf course yeah. that he golfs at has it's nine is on one side of the highway and the other nine is on the other and you drive underneath a culvert so the 10th hole is right where cars come around the curve and they are when they come by (laughs) they are so close to the tee box and to watch an adult man in his 60s who who should not and my dad is a you know he's a great human being and everything but when he gets on the golf course he can teeter if he has a couple, like you watch him for nine holes, just hold on to his sanity, knowing all the well that he shouldn't have any expectations for himself. He should just go sure. into this knowing he's going to be bad. And if he's not <laughs> cool, I wasn't bad, but just being right on the edge of his sanity, going on to 10, telling himself new nine, new opportunity. And then someone honks and he doinks it 11 yards to the left. holy shit is that a fun is that a fun thing to be a part of there's one thing that uh, i am good at when it comes to golf and it's the only thing and it's stopping my swing if something grabs my attention oh interesting so i could i could be coming through the ball and i'll just drop the club because that's not a stroke um, so when people honk at me, depending on which direction they're going, I will turn and fire the ball <laughs> if, if I'm in a certain mood, but I will turn and I will try to get their car oh, no. with my golf. Could, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cause I, I, here's what I dream of. I dream that they, I hit their car, they turn around and I was like, Hey man, did you need something? You honked. So I thought you needed something. I can't wait for that day. Now. Am I going to end up with 14 bullet holes in my chest? Yes. At some point. But listen, COVID. The idea, like, I really love you a lot as a human being. <laughs> but if you think I would stay friends, knowing your willingness to boast and pump yourself up, if you think I would stay friends with you after someone honked, you stopped a full speed swing, mid swing, turned, fired a golf ball, and actually struck their car. Can you imagine mm. how insufferable you would be as a person if you pulled that off? There would be zero living with me. It would be impossible. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure t shirts would get made. It would be really rough. I would be as hard to live with as someone that had two parents all the way through adulthood that loved them. <laughs> I understand that's a little bit of a shot at me, and uh, I'm going to take it, and I'm going to let my entire family's love soak it up. Uh, I, All 342 of them in your immediate family? I, 
so I I did um I did have an incident this week. Yes. Uh, I'm so glad you're having him and I'm done. No, no, it wasn't it's, it was it, it absolutely was not a conflict. It was a situation. No. I had a situation. Oh, okay. And sure. so as often mentioned on this show, what I like to do for exercise is I like to go up and down stairs because it's good for my back. The mm-hmm. places that have the most stairs in them are usually hotels. So okay. like a fucking creep, I just go and walk in hotels that I'm not staying at. That has been okay. established. So uh, there is a double tree not far from my house, maybe 10, 15 minutes. That is where I have sure. been walking recently. Now, when you go in there, do you have to show them a key? Do you ask them or do you just go into the stairs and walk? Here's the interesting thing about hotel workers. They're not really interested in talking to anyone. So if you just walk in like you belong there, no one stops mm-hmm. you. I mean, it's a big yeah. hotel. I'm, right, right. I, I know I've said this before on the show, but before when I used to was traveling and driving everywhere to do uh, feature work do, during comedy, I had the hotel key of every major hotel brand in my car because then I could go in and get free breakfast or, you know, sometimes they have happy hour, uh, free bo- free beer and wine and snacks. Yeah. And I would just go in, flash my key, clean up, and then head go out. Go back to your life. Super smart. Yep. Super smart. Yeah, I, well. I'm not going to apologize for taking advantage of the Hilton family, okay? Him sure. with his sophisticated investments. I'm going to bring my unsophisticated ass into your yes. hotel and I'm going to walk yes. your stairs and you're going to fucking eat it. You're going to eat How it. How long are your shorts? How long are your shorts that you wear? They're 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 pretty short. Yes. I like a good short I shorts. It. I knew it. This past week I pull up to the DoubleTree and okay. I park in the parking lot and I look ahead of me and right in front of where I park there are two flagpoles, okay? Okay. One flagpole has the American flag on it, and it is full mast all the way to the top, okay? Mm-hmm. And I tell you that just to set the context because next to it is another flagpole, and the other uh-huh. flagpole has the Hilton logo flag, and for some reason it was flying at half-mast, <laughs> And before I start making fun of this, I did do a Google search almost immediately because I I started the moment I saw it, I started laughing and I did like I didn't want to I didn't want to like search and find out like, uh oh, Dale Doubletree passed away from crooked lung or some shit like, you know, you you don't want to make fun of some. It's actually low for a reason, but there there doesn't seem to be any real world tragedy that and it's not RBG? It's not. Nope. Nope. Because the, okay. the American is... flag is full mast. The American sure. flag is up at full well, that, mast. Uh, well, I know, but I, I don't know who's putting these fucking flags out. Dude, I started, because all I could think about is what sort of tragedy has befallen this particular double tree <laughs> that they've lowered? <laughs> I was like, did somebody, did somebody drop a tray of front desk cookies? What has happened that somebody <laughs> and I can't get over it. I can't get over how funny I think it would be if that's what hotels did. Like every time something goes wrong in a hotel, if they instructed their maintenance people to lower the flag, like Terry, kid shit in the pool again, <laughs> lower the flag. <laughs> I would love it. If they were supposed to be at full mass, but they just only got to half because he had to chase someone in there that wasn't staying there that came in to walk stairs. (laughs) 
like an unsophisticated piece of shit. <laughs> hey, Sheila was up in room 418 and she was cleaning up a robe and she leaned in to the pocket and there was a used condom in there and it did it did spill on her hand. So we're going to want to bring that flag down, Terry. We're going to want to <laughs> Oh my god. We're going to want to leave it there for a little bit so we can at least properly honor her pregnant hand like I would just Oh man. I could not even fathom cleaning hotel rooms, all the nasty Shit. I don't even like cleaning my own home. Today, at the cabin I get here, I open the refrigerator and I'm like, what the fuck died in here? It smelled so horrible. And so I'm looking all over. I take everything out. I clean everything. And then I put everything back in. I go in an hour later, same smell. So I'm like, oh my God. And it's up in my freezer. So I think a fucking mouse yeah. must have crawled in the back of this thing right in the fan and died so i pull the refrigerator away from the wall i unscrew the bottom little flap thingy that lets you in i'm digging around in there looking for things nothing okay finally i had cleaned the refrigerator about three weeks ago and what i must have done there must have been a cracked egg and i pulled out one of the shelves and cleaned it and then flipped it over. And so the egg was on the bottom of the shelf somehow. Weird. And it smelled so <laughs> fucking horrible. Olivia left. She left. She was like, are you going to do something about that? And I was like, I don't even know what it is. And she got in her car and drove somewhere else. I don't know where she is. <laughs> but I can't believe I figured that it was on the bottom. So um, just imagine having to deal with shit that you... Like, I knew I cleaned it three weeks ago and I knew I flipped it. Yeah. That makes sense to me. But if you go into a hotel room and you are just have no clue what's happened and you put your hand in something wet on the comforter, oh. get the fuck out of my life. Oh. Yeah, the the amount. So I worked at a hotel uh, with uh, Joel, you know, lover slash good friend of mine. And we, you know, dude, the things that you learn were left or used in a hotel room. It's a fuck. It's a whatever you think when, when you're like, pick something ridiculous. Like, did somebody ride a lamp until they came? Like, whatever you think, whatever, whatever you think, for sure. That's a, that thing for sure. Absolutely happened. Yeah, it's just like. I just can't imagine having to clean the place that people go to to not give a fuck. <laughs> That's it's just so gross. And the and the people that do it, thank you because yeah. when we were traveling, we stayed in tons of hotels. Mm -hmm. They're always nice, they're always well done. So thank you for falling on that fucking grenade because it is so gross. Thank you for falling on that cum-filled grenade. Uh so I that's that's I get to the hotel, right? Okay. I laugh about the flag, but I'm there to walk. Yeah. I get in the hotel and here's what I, this is, it's a pretty big hotel. Okay. And it's got sure. a bunch of stairwells to choose from, but it's COVID and I don't really want to come across anyone. So I found out on the second floor, if you go up to the second floor and you go, you walk by all the ballrooms and the meeting rooms in the way back, there's like a room that's like the conference setup and banquet. Like mm -hmm. that's where they keep all their gear, their hotel setup shit. And then right okay. next to it, there's what looks like kind of an old employee like staircase thing. You go in there, it's, just okay. a, it's a few levels. 
no one ever goes in there. I mean, it is so dusty and hilarious. You, you, you assume that when you go another staircase, like another floor higher, you're going to find like, like Goonies, like a, a skeleton <laughs> on a pile of jewels, sure. right? Right. So that is where I've been walking. And you have to be careful. Here's the thing. There's a couple things you have to be very careful of. One, okay. you can't let a, you know, a hotel worker see you go there. Because it's it's not off. Makes sense. There's not like no one back here except employees, but it doesn't look great. Like if I'm heading that way and going in, they're for sure gonna call someone. Like, hey. So you have to like Mission Impossible your way over there. A little bit. I just I just you? I just don't want to have to answer. If somebody sees me going back towards their banquet setup shit, they're gonna call. Like, hey, there's some sure. trailer trash here trying to steal our copper pipes, <laughs> like that sort of stuff. So I gotta be a little incognito. <laughs> And, um, you know, I ain't sophisticated. I ain't sophisticated. So when people see me in a stairwell, they assume I'm up to fucking jack foolery. So I, uh, the other thing is the door only opens from the outside. Like if you're in the stairwell, the only way you can get back into the hotel is if you have a key card. Aha. Uh -huh. And so what I have done and what I do is I bring a rock with me. And I use it. I put it on the ground. I use it as a tiny little doorstop so I can easily get in and out of the hotel. That's a mistake. Let me tell you what you need to do. Okay. You need to get a pack of cigarettes. Okay. Well, hell yeah, brother. Take, take half of them out and use a half full pack of cigarettes because nobody in the hotel business fucks with that. <laughs> or, or restaurant business. I'm telling you right now. You jam a door with cigarettes, people know it's serious, and they don't take them out. <laughs> That's a. That's just a fact. That's actually a really good idea, and it's a fucking great idea. It's the greatest idea we've had in a while. Oh, well, I mean, I'm pretty big into day trading, but so I. I don't know with your rock. I should have listened to you because three days ago I was walking and I had everything set up and I was going up and downstairs and I was on the very top stair level and I just mm -hmm. heard, shunk. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of the sound shunk because it's oh my god it's so perfect for a door shutting but then also you know you're stuck oh dude oh yeah the moment it happened I was like and this really hit me in waves at first I was like oh no and then I like I I, I didn't I was I was about to say I ran down there, but we've seen how I move. I sigh, uh -huh. scurried down there. I snake weaseled down to the exit to the the door where I normally get out. It is locked. I can't get out. So I take a breath. I go to every floor. I go because I'm on the second floor. So I go up. I go to everyone. I check every single door. They are all locked. I go. All right, let's go all the way to the basement. There has to be an emergency exit. I get all the way to the basement. It is a fire door. Oh, and time to make a decision. And I have all this baggage because years ago in Lansing, Michigan, I went, I was like just being lazy. I was like, fuck it. This thing isn't turned on. And I flung one open and it was for sure turned on. And that was, I think, Thursday of a three day weekend at that club. Oh, wow. That's rough. And the fire department like was notified. There was this whole big ordeal and they fucking brought a firefighter. He said he was the fire chief. I think that was bullshit. I think he was lying to me. But they had somebody <laughs> show up because they had security cameras 
and they knew it was me. They knew which room I was in. And he came and really aggressively lectured me and said, you can get a fine and on and on and on and on. Oh, wow. There was a comedy club in Madison. And I just want to be clear here. It was not comedy on state. Okay. So let's. But there was uh, another comedy club and <clears throat> they were given a gift. Uh, it was a three foot long double headed dildo. <laughs> And so what we would do is there was an entrance from the side and a check-in desk, but then there was a long hallway that kind of turned that into a T Okay. because that's where the people waited to get into the showroom. And then there was another bar way back, but way back by the other bar, there were these fire doors because they wanted to make sure nobody could like steal booze and get out. That makes a lot of sense. So we got very drunk one night and we took the uh, three foot double headed dildo and we spun and would discus throw it down that hallway and cheer and cheer and cheer when it hit the fire door because then it like made a big noise like you won a prize. Yeah. And then the cops showed up and there was a very big name comedian there. And they actually came in and hung out with us for a while and we were showing them what they were doing. And we were like, want to try it? And they were like, no, thanks. Just... Uh, if you can shut the fire alarm off sooner than you did last time, that would be awesome. And then they left. It was pretty incredible. But I, yeah, can, I know fire doors. Side. Can you imagine the cop being like, I'm in. Yeah, let's fucking heave this. Let's <laughs> heave this double dong down this hallway. <laughs> Just gets on his little shoulder CB and he's like, hey, uh, somebody uh, back in precinct want to want to clock me out. <laughs> I found some fun. Over. So I decide I, I don't want to I don't initially I go I'm not going to go off that okay sure and then I pull my phone out and because I'm an eight-year-old my phone never has any power um, <laughs> I charge it 15 minutes at a time like a complete fucking idiot it's always 20 percent or less and any screenshot you've ever sent me has had a red bag. Yeah, yeah, it's it's that's just a fact. It's pretty pathetic. And I pulled my phone out and it had 2% on it and I was like, mm -hmm. "Oh no." Cuz I can't make a call. The moment you make a call, it'll just power down. So, I have to send cuz I can't like bang on the door because how am I going to explain like, "Well, I was just, you know, hanging out in your employee stairwell." Like there's no <laughs> if if <laughs> Somebody's going to be called. If they find me hanging out in right. the stairwell where I shouldn't be, I'm going to have to answer for it. So yeah. I, I I need to text Jenna, basically. And I don't think I have enough power to search the address for the hotel. So let me read the exact text I sent her. Um, okay. And I was, I was frantic because I thought the phone was going to die. Hey, I'm stuck in the back employee stairwell on the second floor of the Edina Doubletree. Don't know the address. Come save me. I love you. Dude, it took two fucking hours. I was oh, trapped yes. in a Doubletree hotel stairwell for two fucking hours because Jenna. Now, here's the thing. She said she was napping. She didn't hear the text. Go, go, hold on. Yeah, go ahead. Hold, hold go on, ahead. because you here's what you said. I was stuck in there for two hours because Jenna, that's how you started that. Let me, I understand. Let me finish let, it. No, let me finish it. 
I was stuck in a double tree stairwell for two hours because Psy fucking used a rock to prop a door open that should not be open. I understand. I didn't. You let me get through. I understand what happened okay. here. And I can acknowledge. Right. That, but I'm saying here's the thing. Am I do I believe that she took a two hour nap? I do not. Do I, I, it's not her responsibility. <laughs> what I do think is she probably took an hour nap and then it took her a half hour to find the hotel. And then I do think she sat in the parking lot for a half hour going, he fucking deserves this. I'm going to leave him in there for an extra half hour. And I, well, yeah, good for I don't her. think she's wrong, but I'm, I don't, I don't think she was napping for two hours. I don't think she's being completely honest with me about that. Let me give you the five kind of takeaways or the five phases that I went in. If you've never, if you've never been trapped in a stairwell of a double tree for two hours, here's how it works. First of all, I want you to know that 80% of our listeners just went fucking five takeaways. That's time suck. You piece of shit. Don't you dare. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Come at me, Dan. I got nothing to lose. I'm day trading, living in hotel stairwells. I'm unsophisticated. Bring your shit, Dan. I might buy a gun. I might buy a couple guns. I might buy a few guns. The Civil War is coming, Chad. Let's get back on point here. So Yeah, let's do it. Initially, I think in the first 15 or so minutes, I was inappropriately confident. I okay. thought, yeah. She's going to be like, this is fine. Little mistake. She's going to get that text. She'll be here pretty quickly. And this will be no big deal at all. So that went for about probably 15 minutes. <laughs> I love how we're going through the phases of your thought process. Because I know how your brain works. And I can't wait. After we got through the first 15 minutes, I thought, I like you, you turn very quickly to go, oh, I wonder if she's never coming. She might never. What happens if she broke her phone? What happens if Jenna broke her phone and she's never coming? So then for the next 20 minutes, I literally went down and stared at that fire door and tried to make a decision. And I just couldn't because I, the other mm -hmm. thing, I mean, if they, if I bust through that and, it, and I can't get to my car easily and there's employees there and it's going off, I just, I, I don't move quick. What am I supposed to do? Somebody's like, hey, man, what are you doing? I, that's an employee hallway. That's a fire door. I can't, I can't run away from them. They'll be like, yeah, he tried to escape, but have you seen him move? So I just went and stood by his car door. Somebody come arrest him. <laughs> like I don't. So I, I, I sat there and I went over it and over and over it. And I'll also be honest, it was, there was a little self-preservation here. I really like walking in this stairwell, Chad. I don't want to blow sure. my cover. So that was another about 20 minutes. Uh, then I gave up on the emergency door. And I would say for the next 45 minutes, I pretty aggressively turned on myself. Yes, this is where I like to see it all unravel. It started with what the fuck? Why? Why can't you keep a phone charged? Why can't it's a simple thing? And then it quickly spiraled and then it spiraled. And uh, dude, I'll tell you, sitting alone in a hotel stairwell, thinking about how you're an unemployed comedian who like it. it <laughs> it, it, dude, it was I was not very nice to myself. It, I've done that on my fucking couch and I could get out of my house. It got, I, I, I became pretty mean 
to myself. Like, yeah. thankfully, there were no bed sheets in that hallway. Thankfully, that's not where they keep the laundry. <laughs> They'd have been like, oh, looks like another comedian got stuck in a stairwell and had to end it. Like, I, I, it was some pretty negative <laughs> self-reflection. And then, uh, and I know this isn't cool, uh, I did turn all that self-hate and unfairly projected it towards Jenna. I did spend, I do not. Yeah. I spent. I knew that. I, I, I knew that's where this was going to end. I spent, there was a point where I was going up and down the stairs like I was Rocky talking shit out loud to a Jenna that wasn't there. I was like, what the fuck are you not even doing here? How hard it is. There's only one double tree in a diner. Just like plowing up and down the steps. Just unfairly blaming someone who's never been anything but wonderful to me. Absolutely, because I stood on stage when you two were married. I mean, I was the closest one to both of you, and I never heard uh, you say, "Hey, do you do you promise to come unlock me, <laughs> get me out of stairwells I've locked myself into in a timely fashion?" Fuck, Jenna, look at me. Do you swear <laughs> it? That never happened. So after I realized what I had done and unfairly projecting it on Jen, I was like, nut up, it's over. Go down, let's break through the fire door. This is probably at about the two hour mark. We used mm -hmm. the text as the time code to figure out how long it had happened. <laughs> and as I walked down to the, I like, it was almost like a movie. I took a deep breath, like I was gonna push through the exit door. And then I just heard sigh, sigh. Wow. Jenna had come and rescued me. And then I started screaming from the bottom floor to make sure she didn't let the door close behind her to hold it open. Cause can you imagine <laughs> who the fuck are we going to call if she gets stuck in the stairwell, Kevin, he doesn't have a driver's license. He's a dog. He is a dog. He is. That was free from, free from Kevin the dog. Too much. No, not too enough much, sometimes. Way too much. Not enough sometimes. Let me ask you this. Yeah. You're in the stairwell. Mm -hmm. I, first of all, I love the fact that you started screaming because in a stairwell it echoes. And what if she had panicked and thought, he must be telling me to shut the door so no one hears us. Oh. And then now you guys are stuck there. But let's say, let's say an employee does come in and says, excuse me, sir, what are you doing here? Mm -hmm. What are you going to say to him? Oof, I probably would have just gone with the truth. I probably would have yeah. just said, I've got back problems and I have been using your hotel to exercise and uh, you're not going to believe any of that. So uh, what now? I probably would have just tried my best to be honest. Also, sure. if, if, right now, if Jenna and I get trapped in that stairwell together, we absolutely have sex, right? Because that's, if that's how you make a baby, that's a pretty good story. My friend Eric uh, conceived their child in Hawaii. Oh, yeah? Well, did you, did you, can you imagine just how you'd be able to one-up people? Like, oh, yeah, we conceived her on our honeymoon in Hawaii. Yeah, well, I got stuck in a stairwell. And then Jenna also got stuck in a stairwell. And then we <laughs> fucked a baby into her in a stairwell. That'd be a pretty good story. I wouldn't tell anyone because they'll take your baby away if you both got stuck in a <laughs> stairwell individually. <laughs> but together, they'd be like, I don't know if you're fit to be parents. So listen, here's what I would like. If you 
get caught in there, if you get stuck in there again and someone catches you, since I don't lie, I would like you to tell them this. Okay. Because I think it would be great. I would like you to say that it's your birthday that day and you were gathered around with family and they were bothering you all day. So you made a wish that you would be away from your entire family and then you blew the candles out and you immediately found yourself stuck in that stairwell. <laughs> and then watch the hotel worker that's stoned out of his mind because he's been cleaning up jizz all day lose his fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're right. I think you have to lean into something when he's like, what are you doing in here? He's like, we've been in here for a week. We've been pounding on the door. <laughs> what are you doing here? Trying to survive. This is the third month. Something crazy. I got to go. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.